Hello, welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Bone Adhesives, and you are? Rob Johnson from the Bone Train. How are we doing, Rob? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I had a, a setback. I went to a basketball. You know, this uh, time of year, I go to a basketball tournament, uh, and I love basketball. and High school basketball, and I went to a tournament. And I thought, I'm not going to stay for the late game because it's getting kind of late already. I got an hour and a, hour and a half drive, about an hour and a half drive home. And um, <clears throat> I came out and I had a flat tire. I didn't realize that. I got started driving down the road and went, uh-oh. And it showed me I had a flat tire. I pulled over. I have AAA. I said, all right, I've never used AAA before. And I've had it for 10 years in Tennessee. I've, since, I've never used it. And... Um, <clears throat> They said, all right, we're experiencing a high volume of calls right now, which is not even remotely possible in this little town, but whatever. Four hours, Rob, four hours I sat there waiting for AAA. And finally I called him back and he said, we're experiencing, I said, look, I, 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 that's a lie. You're not experiencing anything, okay? There's nothing going on in this town. There's nothing going on. Let's just call it what it is. It's a day after Christmas and nobody wants to work, okay? So is somebody coming or not? She goes, well, you might be better off if you leave the car and, you know, if you, is there a way you can get a, a, a taxi home or something and their Uber home and come back tomorrow? There's all sorts of cab service in these little towns in Tennessee. These little- yeah. I said, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, why I have been paying this every month for 10 years. And the one time I need it, you're basically, you're on, you're on your own is what you're telling me. So, uh, Yeah. So they want you to stand outside of your truck in the middle of nowhere and just hail a cab. Like yeah. You were in, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you were in Times Square. Right. Yes. And so I uh, brought it to uh today I brought it to the truck to uh, a, a tire guy and said, Hey, can you just, I don't know if must I hit something, whatever. And the tire doesn't have 3000 miles on it. They're expensive tires. And I came back there to see, expecting to see my truck with my new, my tire back on. Right. And I still have the spare on there. He goes, yeah. He goes, you can't, can't, can't be fixed. I go, what do you mean it can't be fixed? He goes, it looks like you hit a bone or something. And uh, the, it just won't hold the patch. So I don't know how I would have hit a bone. A bone? Yeah, that's what I said. What kind of bone? I don't know. I mean, I know I hit this one dude, but that didn't think it was that bad. Well, I don't know. It must have been a deer or something. I mean, I didn't hit any animals. It must have been something laying in the road, I guess. I don't know. A bone. It's annoying. Yeah. Rob, so what do you got? You want me to go ahead? You want to go right to the show or did you want to, did you have anything you want to say? Um, I don't know. Did we talk about our Christmas school? You did. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? I thought so. I mean, what we did at the school or why we did the school. Let me get into it. I I don't think we talked about it yet. Okay. Um, you know, we did our annual Christmas school a couple weeks back. And, um, you know, we had the idea of, and this Christmas school, I always thought we did this school because, you know, a lot of guys who are out there on their own, sanding floors and everything and doing mm-hmm. their thing, they don't get a chance for a big Christmas party, you know, like, like office Christmas parties and stuff. So in a goofy way, I thought, ah, we can, you know, we can do it christmas party slash school and uh it's been i think we had like 45 people 
at this goal. It was huge. It was mm. huge. Wow. But this year, um, we said, hey, we're not going to charge anything for the school, but we'd love you to bring something for Toys for Tots. Oh, that's awesome. Your guy, Frank Coppolino, uh, somewhere in Brooklyn or something, he, he's a, he's in with Toys for Tots. So we asked Frank, hey, can you get us a box or, you know, two boxes of toys or uh, two boxes, you know, and we told everybody coming to the school, hey, we're waiving the fee, but please bring a toy for the kids for Toys for Tots, you know, and uh, I'd tell you what. Um, there's, we had a videographer there and he, he videoed, you know, the whole first day of people bringing in the toys and everything. And Wayne, I got to tell you, if you needed some Christmas spirit, that was the way to do it because, you know, Frank and I were talking, we had the two boxes there and nobody was there yet. So like seven 30 and we're both nervous about are we going to be able to fill these boxes? Because I'm thinking, yeah, you can't send these boxes back empty. And how the hell much is it going to cost me to fill these boxes on our own? You know, if you have to, yeah. If we have to, because there's no way, you know. Yeah. So Frank is Frank said, yeah, I was up the night before thinking, oh man, what if nobody brings a toy? You know. Well, I'll tell you, it was like to see guys walking through the door, grown men younger men floor guys hardened floor guys walking through the door with three foot dolls wow basketballs toys some guys were like look at the size of this tank you wow. know wow i mean the look and every single person coming through the door just had this big freaking giant smile on their faces you know they were all looking at each other's toys and comparing and talk. It was, I'm telling you, it was just what a way to start the school off. And you could just see how happy these guys were to, you know, be given something. You know wow. what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Well, not only did we fill up two of those boxes, we needed another one. Everybody brought so many toys. We filled up about three boxes. Um, for the toys for tots and those kids. And I'll tell you, um, it just set the tone for an amazing class. And, uh, we had a blast doing it. You know, Santa was there, Santa was running the machine and even, hmm. uh, doing some coaching and everything. I'll tell you what, that, that made my whole holiday season just to see the big smile on every guy walking through there, um, with a toy, you know, it was great. That's so, awesome, Rob. How, how cool is that? That's yeah, very nice. It, it was, uh, uh, and you got to give a shout out to uh, Jeff Ofredo. I mean, that's his training center. Yeah. And him and his family go in uh, the weekend before and completely decorate the stuff. Lights, presents under the tree, a tree. Um, you know, we had great food and just, uh, you know, great camaraderie. Uh, every So many people were there. Howard Brickman came and uh, all of a sudden he was talking to one kid about uh, acclimation, you know, and I said, Howard, do me a favor. Let's do an impromptu and oh, Howard nice. did like an hour impromptu acclimation thing. 
for everybody. So, I mean, it was just, uh, wow. Uh, you know, you, you plan for these things and you hope they go off. Yeah. You know, really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I'm telling you, it just went off, uh, amazing. Mm. And, uh, you know, we can't wait to do it again next year. You know, everybody's already talking about bigger and better, you know, next year, but I'll tell well, you, um, that toys for tots thing though, uh, that's something I'll never, I'll never forget watching these guys just walk in with a toy and a big smile on their face. So I know I sound, I know I sound a little goofy, but it was uh, really, uh, really a great way to kick the holidays off for me. No, you don't, you don't sound goofy at all. I think that's, that's beautiful. Um, a couple of things. One, um, uh, if, if uh, Howard Brickman is, is talking, I'm getting out a pen and pe paper and I'm going to take notes. I mean, he is that you, you brought in the, the the best of the best so that, that what a what a nice uh, surprise for the for the class and um and for the kids you know for a little kid to get a present like that means the world man uh i mean just uh, that that is just freaking awesome man that's good i can tell you firsthand we lived in a poor part of town in kentucky and uh, the fire department came through and was handing out presents to everybody and for a little kid man that 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 means everything so yeah gotta give a shout gotta give another shout out too to frank for uh, helping us out with the boxes and, you know, getting the Toys for Tots thing going. And, uh, man, it was just uh, just a great day, great three days. Yeah, Frank has been involved with that for a long time. Uh, gives his time, gets up early in the morning, gives a lot of his time to give out stuff to uh, to the for Toys for Tots for kids. And I think one of, like, the biggest chapters in America, like, for giving, I mean, it's so successful. Yeah, he teamed up with the Marines somehow. I'm probably screwing this some up. But... Uh, they had well, like, I think it started, and it still is. Um, it started with Marines that were deployed overseas, and they would give gifts to the kids who okay. were deployed. Okay, huh. and now it's spun off to you know it's still a deployed Marine kids, but it's also uh, sick kids in hospitals. Yeah, and uh, you know kids less fortunate. Mm. You know, poor kids, I guess, or I don't know if we can even say that anymore. But um, you know, but to me, I'll just, you got all these hard guys, you know what I mean? All these tough, hardened contractors. Yeah. Yep. Coming with teddy bears and coming in with uh, teddy bears and big, you know, three foot dolls. I mean, it was just the funniest thing you ever saw. It was, wow. it was heartwarming. It really was. Yeah, it was yeah. a, Truly. It was a freaking Hallmark movie. It was our version of a Hallmark movie. There you, you, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Rob um this this might be the most interesting episode we've ever done and um i think people really need to listen to this episode and it might be a bit of an eye-opener and um we're gonna talk a little bit about money here and you know you and i often focus on getting more money out of out of your career um we think the most value we can offer other than bona product knowledge is you know hopefully improving someone's livelihood right I think it's fair to say that neither you or, or I had a whole lot of direction when we started out. I mean, as far as business goes, I mean, we got some direction on how to, how to do, how to do floors, but on the business side of it, it was basically the school hard knocks. Will you agree? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. 
So we would like, I mean, part of the, when we talked about doing this podcast is one of the reasons what we thought we could add value, whatever it is that help other people that they don't have to go through some of the same mistakes and trial and error that we did. You know, we've, we've gotten beat up over the years on different things and, you know, that would actually be a good name for the show. Set. Don't do what we did. Yeah. I mean, looking, looking at Rob as I am right now, looking back at me, He's a shell of a healthy man, let's be honest. Uh, a hollowed out wreck of a man, perhaps. I mean, but I, I, I digress. But still happy. But still happy. Yeah. But we, yeah. I, so I'm going to talk about something here that I, and you and I, Rob, we talked about this earlier, and I think this is going to be an eye opener. So if you're driving down the road, you might want to just like listen to this when you can really kind of digest this. So, and, and the question is, and I'm going to give, at the end of the show, I'm going to give credit to somebody uh, where we got this information. How much do you have to charge for yourself to make the average capita income in the United States? Okay, so how much do you need to charge for yourself? Uh, just, to, just, to, just to be average, okay? Would say, uh, say, if, say if you want to make $53,504 a year in gross pay, okay? So that's kind of like the the across the country about the average. Okay, so if you're gonna if you want to gross that much, that's about a thousand dollars a week. Okay, mm-hmm. break it down, about two hundred five dollars a day, and just under twenty five uh, twenty five dollars. Uh, twenty five bucks an hour, just under yeah, twenty five an hour. It's like twenty five dollars and seventy two cents an hour, and that's if you're working. Now this is important. That's if you're working an eight hour day, five days a week. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you're going to the trouble of working for yourself and you might, you know, you might as well get some holidays in there too. So we got to include those. Now there's 11 federal holidays. Well, wait a minute. How many actual working days does a guy have in a year? Well, I'm going to, I'll get into that. Okay. Okay. So there's 11 federal holidays, but I'm not going to include all the federal holidays. I'll, I'll, I'll put six of them in there. Okay. So to get paid on the days that you don't work, those holiday days, you have to charge more on the days that you do work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the average number of vacation days uh, across the country, say 10. Okay. That's, I think that's fair to say. So you got to throw those in too. Two weeks. Okay. Yep. I mean, after all, why go to trouble working for yourself if you're not going to get, you know, some holidays off and, you know, so a vacation for yourself. Okay. Right. So now you, you got 244 days to reach the goal of $53,504. Okay. Now, because you threw in the holidays that you, those days that you're taking off, I mean that you know you need to get paid for those too. So now you're 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 twenty five some dollars an hour. You have to rate, give yourself a raise to twenty seven dollars and forty one cents an hour. Okay, but that's just getting started. Okay. Now, let's add in general liability insurance. Okay, figure eight hundred twenty five dollars for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have an average average work van, that's going to cost you nine thousand dollars a year. Okay, for an average work van, now you got to insure that van, so that's an additional thirteen hundred dollars a year to insure the van. Right? Mm-hmm. Now the cost of tools can vary widely, so we'll leave that out for now. Okay, a thousand dollars to cover yourself if you get hurt using those tools. Right? Right. So right now, 
right now you're at three grand in insurance. Yep. Yep. Three grand just in insurance. Yeah. And well, nine thousand for a truck. Okay. So yeah. So you're looking at tw- another twelve thousand dollars, right? All the insurance is added together. Yeah. You're at three grand. Three grand. The, the nine thousand for the truck. That's another twelve thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So that's just for the privilege of to earn an average pay. So that $25.70 needs to be more like $33.60 an hour, okay? Right. So, but now we have to use our 244 days to make almost $65,675 to gross to $53,000 a year, okay? So you got mm-hmm. the 244 uh, day working days to make, now you, you've added that on top of that, it's got to be $65,675 to make, 53,000 a year. Okay. Right. But you have to figure that you're not going to get paid on all 244 of those days. I mean, let's assume you only use one day a week to work on your business, like marketing and estimating and selling new jobs and coordinating jobs and stuff like that. So if you do that, now you've got 194 days to make that $65,000. Okay. To make your money. So that number is 194. So you started with 244. We had 10 days for vacation, mm-hmm. six days federal holiday. That's 16. Yep. And now another 50 days because one day a week, you're out doing estimates, billing, yep. marketing, working on your business. So those days, you're not generating any money. So, so now so, we're up to 66. So that's 194 days now. Okay. But say... You know, because you're human, you're not always going to be productive. Say, say only ninety percent of the time you're you're productive, right? And you're going to make mm-hmm. mistakes, and surprises are going to come up, and there's going to be delays on jobs and whatever. So that ninety percent in, in mind, now you're down to one hundred seventy-five days to make your sixty-five thousand thousand six hundred seventy-five dollars. Okay. So if you divide that and do the math on that, now you need to be charging forty-seven dollars, uh, forty-seven dollars and ninety-one cents an hour to gross. $53,504. Now that does not include gas in the van. Okay. So the reason why we say this and, you know, and also if you're an employee and, and, and let's say I'm just going to throw out a number, you're making $27 an hour and you see that like the boss charged $60 for such and such, you think, Oh, I'm making 27. He's making 30 and he, I'm doing all the work, <laughs> but that's not the case. You see where this money goes. Yeah. And if, and if you work and if you're working for yourself, and you think, well, how much do I really need to charge in order to make the money that I need to make? You know, this gives, gives you a really good kind of breakdown. Now, what's interesting about this is that according to the National um, Association of Realtors, the value you recover from installing a new hardwood floor is 106% uh, it, it, when you go to sell that house. Okay. So they're getting all that money back. 100, it's 106%. Of, of what they invested. I mean, look at all the other projects they can do in that house and, 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 and stack that up of where the, you know what I mean? The, yeah. So it's, it's a great investment for the client. So when we talk about knowing your worth and knowing what value you bring to that house and to that client and whatever, it's tremendous. Did they, when you saw that, you know, I love to interrupt you. That's okay. But when you saw that, what a wood floor does, did it say what an LVP floor does? I, I looked I look for that, but it cannot surely not hold anywhere near the value. No way. It's a, it's a throwaway floor. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a temporary floor. 
Yeah. Pergo. So I would love to know if the if a wood floor is one hundred and six percent. I'd love to know what an LVP is because if I watch one more of these damn shows that Pauline watches, and they're like, "Oh, and we put the LVP in because it saved us so much money," and blah blah blah, I'm like, "Well, you you just lost value to the home." Yeah, that's what you did. But my point here, I guess, is if someone says, "Hey, you're, you know, gosh, you charge sixty bucks an hour. You guys are charging seventy bucks an hour, or whatever." God, I mean, I can't believe how much you guys charge. Well, that's the reason. You know what I mean? That's the reason you have to charge that much in order to take home just like uh, an average uh, per capita income across the country. So I think it, a lot of people are always trying to figure out, well, what, what do I need to charge and how much should I charge and whatever. This kind of gives you, especially when you break down the amount of days that you're productive, the, the days, if you include days off and holidays, you know, uh, of kind of what you need to charge. So I don't know. I think that's interesting. It almost breaks down to, if you want to make fifty five thousand a year, you have to charge fifty dollars an hour. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, just rounding up yeah. everything. Yeah. Just round it up. Yeah. Round it but, up. But and fifty dollars like an hour on an eight hour day, it's not two hundred a day. That's well, four hundred dollars a day. And here's the thing: it's it's that doesn't even include gas in a van yet. So yeah. re- really, or or tools, you be, your tools, yeah, I, doesn't you, include tools. Hundred dollars an hour is not out of line. No, yeah, not when you absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. not. Yeah, and then here's the thing too: if you also start thinking about, all right, down the road, I might need a knee replacement. You know, I might need, you know, my body's going to break down or whatever. I may not be as productive down the road. You have to look at you know, what, what that's going to cost. And I think it's, um, and you never even threw health insurance in. Yeah. No tools, no health insurance. Yeah. I mean, so here's, here's, here's the thing. There's an expression in the car industry is that you're, you're trying to buy too much car for your money. Um, you know, if you go to a car lot and a car dealer is not going to sell a car for what he's not comfortable with, that car will just sit on that lot. That's just the way it is. If he, if he's, if it doesn't make sense to him, it's, he's not comfortable with the number. He's not going to sell that car. I take a loss. That car is going to sit on the lot. So sometimes I wonder if flooring jobs were on that same, on like on a car lot, like here's a, here's a floor job. Here's a floor job. Here's a floor job. They're all sitting on the lot with floor guys. Would they all sit on that lot or would, would some floor guy come and just, yeah, I'll do it for less. 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 And then there's no car sitting on that lot anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, um, I don't know. I think in the hall of fame, I think if you're, if you're, if you're batting, you know, if you know 300, you're in the hall of fame. I, on your I think, estimates. Yeah. If you're getting one out of three estimates. Yeah. Right. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. And uh, when I was uh, when Pete and I were doing the floors together, um, I was the estimator Mm -hmm. and he was a bookkeeper. I used to my batting average was uh, one for two. Mm -hmm. I was very proud of that batting average, you know, very proud of that. But I look back and I'm thinking you just weren't charging enough. 
Yeah. If you were getting, if you were getting half of the jobs, I wasn't charging enough money. Yeah. I was, uh, I was more interested in my batting average than I was bottom line. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and after you sent me this guy's info and I started watching some of his clips and everything, I was like, wow, that is something that I was very proud of. And now like you were completely wrong. Yeah. So one out of three is amazing. According to one out of two, you're not charging enough money. Yeah. Like according to this guy, like, you know, most people should think you're too expensive uh, when you do your estimates. You know, that, yeah. that you know, so, yes. you know, that also can help you retire. You know, and the other thing it, it was saying with, I was interesting is that, um, you know, you, you, you want to start with the end in mind, you know, what, what is it, what is the goal here that you want to do? And then you have to, you have to remove yourself in every way possible. So the business can run itself, or you need to make enough money that the, the day you stop doing floors, you don't need any more money. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to, to somehow do set the business up where it doesn't need you on any aspect of the business. It can all run without you. And I think that's interesting too. I certainly didn't do that. I'm like, we're preaching to the crier. We're, we're not, you know, we're not holier than thou. I mean, obviously, you know, we made every mistake that can be made too. So, um, I, I, uh, and another one that he said was charging for estimates. Yeah. And we talked to, and we yeah, we've had a couple of guys on the show. Yep. That, that, that's swear that by that. Yeah. Yep. The other thing he said, what I thought was very interesting, is do not work for investors or house flippers. Um, they're often are cutting every every you know cost they can possibly cut in every corner to save save money. And personally, that doesn't fit with my set of values anyhow. And and the risk isn't worth the reward on that because that it doesn't make any sense because. You know, traditionally they don't pay pay well anyhow, and then you're having to cut corners and everything, and and uh, so that's the likelihood of a callback is is more prevalent, and uh, so um, I don't know. Uh, I I kind of agree with that. I never had a good feeling of working for uh, for uh, for house flippers. That's just my opinion, by the way. Just my opinion, um, and uh, so anyhow, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. The other thing he said was, um, you know, reach out to to somebody that's ten years ahead of you uh, in the industry to to see what they're doing, to see what works and doesn't work. And we kind of talked about that before. And then also um, safety first. That no, no part of this is worth your health. And I can tell you, I that should be a a high priority. I mean, as you get older, that doesn't mean anything to you. To like I said before, you feel like you're bulletproof when you're a kid until you're not and then uh you know all those things add up over time that's why you see everybody old guys walking around with a limp and everything so you know that, that make sure you take care of your health but i thought this show would be kind of important just uh maybe help someone that because people are always wondering you know i wonder what i should charge and blah 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 a lot of you know a lot of us we charge by the hour but you can break that down and what 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 your you know what your costs are you know another thing that he and, you know, we've heard my woe stories, woe was me stories about uh, the accounting and the IRS and everything. And when he said, take the accounting part of your business serious, I was like, yeah, definitely yeah. take that part serious. That was uh, that was a really good suggestion that he had, too. Yeah. Uh, so 
Well, let's give this and guy. The, the other thing that he said, and I know that you know we've been accused of being greedy. Uh, it, he was talking about raise your prices to the point where you're pricing jobs like you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, like you don't even care if you get it or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when you here's the thing: when you start doing that, at first you're like, "Oh God, it's a lot of money," you know, and you feel kind of, uh, you know, uh, like I don't know yeah. if I should be doing this. But you get in the habit of doing that, and it's habit. Like you don't even care, and you know, and you, especially when you find out that it works. It's the same thing when I was young, and I, you know, when I first started giving the contracts to people. You know, first when I when I did a floor job for someone, I didn't ask for a contract. You know, I, and I just felt like oh, I don't know about that, man. You know, maybe things I don't trust him or blah blah blah. Once you start handing out the contracts with people, I would you wouldn't do it any other way. You know what I mean? Uh, it was just part of what we did. Uh, and by the way, I I probably had 150 people ask me for my contract. Uh, I sent out. I hope I hope everybody that asked for it got one. If you didn't, if I missed somebody, just you know, email me again. Wayne.highlander at bona.com. But I think I got everybody that asked for a copy of the contract. But um yeah. What are you charging, what are you charging for that? $299, $399. Yeah, yeah. For that contract. Yeah, I'm sorry, a little side money. Yeah. Yeah, out of boy. No, I'm not charging anything. Uh let's give this guy credit. Uh, he's a he's a do-it-yourself remodel guy. And uh it's uh remodel school is his name of his uh his channel, and uh I don't know his name. Yeah, it's uh, remodel dash. What's what do they call that? Underscore remodel. Yeah, remodel dash sc- underscore school. He's on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And, so anyhow, uh, I started really watching a bunch of his videos. He just makes he makes a lot of sense, and he gets into all sorts of different types of construction. Yeah, a lot of it doesn't isn't germane to to, to what we do, whatever. But I thought this was uh, interesting because uh, you, you know, know he, if you can just pick and choose a couple things that he's saying, it, it does. It definitely goes yeah. into what our guys do. One of the other thing he said, he said it's it's better to be a uh, um, what did we get it right here? Uh, uh, it's better to be a power washer than a handyman. And in other words, what he's saying is find a niche. And you know, you could say hardwood floors is a niche because we just specialize in hardwood floors. But there's there's a you know, I think a niche. Yeah. Within a niche, niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some guys focus on green, you know, whatever, focus on, uh, uh, of, you know, uh, female clients that are maybe worried about safety or whatever. And then they, they kind of gear their business towards that, you know, and send a picture of here's what my guys look like and blah, 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 blah. Well, anyhow, you, you kind of get what I'm, especially with today's words, sustainability, green, all that stuff. Yeah. If you focus on that or, you know, if that's your niche, well, certainly to the younger Look at the younger generation that are buying home. I mean, how important sustainability is and, and the company's CSR, I mean, uh, corporate social responsibility, they, 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 that, they, that means a lot to them. So uh, it's a big deal to them. And they want to know that your company is, uh, has, uh, has uh, you know, some uh, core values. Sure. Uh, so you, you want to make sure you put that out. Match up with theirs, right? Yeah, they align with theirs, exactly. All right, Rob. So anyhow, I appreciate your input on that. When we, you know, you and I talked about this, we thought it'd be kind of pretty, uh, pretty enlightening. So, um, I, I never did ask you. Uh, did you do any decorating this year for Christmas? Biggest year ever. Really. Back, front, biggest year of lights ever. 
And our tree out front, it's about, I don't know, it's 20, 25 feet tall. And uh, it used to take me, when I did it by myself, it used to take me about eight hours on the ladder, up and down the ladder uh, with giant rods in my hand trying to get, you know, <laughs> trying to get stuff to the top of the tree. Okay. It, I know it does, you know, you say 20, 25 feet, doesn't sound like that much, you know? No. But you, when you're up on a ladder. Oh, yeah. And you're still only like halfway there. So, it, like I said, when I was doing it by myself, it was, it was eight hours. Uh, there might have been a little crying sometimes, okay? It was, it was hard. It was misery. Okay. But, Let me ask. Go all ahead. Right, go ahead. Go Let ahead. me ask you this. So let's say you're up on the on the ladder, you yeah. hang in Christmas decorations, and you're 20 feet off the ground, okay? And what if you fell and were paralyzed? The risk isn't worth the reward. No, it definitely is. You got to see the tree. Okay. You got to see the tree, man. You, you can see it. You can see our tree from about a quarter mile away. Really? In pitch black, hmm. it just lights. It's crazy. Okay. I get people that stop. I get people that write letters, drop a note. We love the tree every year. We look forward to seeing the tree. People are talking to my kids like, oh, your dad's tree. We can't wait to look forward to it. So now I, I have to do it. It's for the community. It's not even for me anymore. It's for the community. Okay. And it's funny you said, what if you fell off? Okay. Because a few years ago, I'm doing it, and I'm sticking my arm in, trying to, you know, hook a light or whatever. And uh, I must have disrupted a bird nest or something, and these two birds come whipping out, and I nearly fell off the ladder. I mean, wow. it was... Wow. So I'm like, all right, you know. So uh, I had the boys help me. Um, Emily's husband, Brian... He'll help me okay. or bum helps me do it. That's nice. Remember I told it used to take eight. Oh, it's awesome. It used to take eight hours. Yep. When I have a helper under two hours. Wow. I'm like the ground crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're up. Yeah. They're just, you know, you think of me, somebody, you know, of my stature. Yep. And you're the higher you get on that ladder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a heavy duty ladder too. It's no cheapy. It's yeah. You know, but there's a lot of weight on the top, and that doesn't doesn't yeah. really well. You know? Yeah. So now I'm well, the you, ground guy. You should but be. But with yeah. a helper, boom. So, anyways, how many light sets do you think? Now, a light set is 25 foot long. Take a guess on how many light sets I put on Ten. that tree this year. Ten. I was going to say Tim, but it just for a tree? For the tree? Yeah. Six. 28. Good God. The tree no is kidding. enormous. No. Wow. You have pictures of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, show, oh, show me, gosh, send yeah. me a picture. I will. I'd like I, to I see took, it. Actually, I took pictures of all the kids, uh, hmm. each family in front of it this year when it was lit up. They're pretty, they come nice. out pretty amazing. But I really wanted to do that just so everybody knew how high this tree is 28 sets i have to use different outlets throughout the house yeah 
because when I put it all in the one circuit, I kept blowing that circuit. Well, he smokes. Yeah. yeah I, feel like, I feel like I would never have been a good granddad. Because my kids come over to go, granddad, are you going to put up a career? And I go, I don't know. Uh, you really want one? I don't, I don't know. No, I would have to change completely, I think, you know, if I had grandkids. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my my son said, "You guys don't you're you're that old now. You don't do a tree in the house anymore." And I said, "Why don't you go through the house and see how many trees your mother has in this house?" Yeah, she has eighteen trees. That's unbelievable. Eighteen trees. Like, there's one right over my shoulder in my office. Wow. Yeah, she's got them spread out throughout the house. So I said, "We got, we can't do one. We do eighteen. That one there though, she, that's that one in the over my shoulder, has uh, an ornament that she made for me. Now, when you're stringing all these lights together, you know each 25 foot strand has uh, a little fuse in there, right? Mm -hmm. And I was blowing fuses, blowing fuses like crazy, so I wrapped them in tin foil. Okay. Wrapped the uh, fuses in tin foil. And then one day Pauline goes, the tree's flashing, and I think I see a flame. And the uh, the plug was on fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's the ornament she made is this melted plug ornament. I'll send you a picture of that, too. That's yeah. Always a, that's always been a was it one. Was it because of the, uh, the, 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 that you wrapped them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, huh. nice. Yeah. So public safety announcement, don't wrap your fuses in tinfoil huh well thank you rob i appreciate everything we're off to another year you and i together man how many shows is this i'll uh, be around 250. wow yeah it's a bunch so we're starting our sixth year hard to believe isn't it that's insane yeah that's that's insane yep it is well all right rob I appreciate it. Uh, we have another uh, interesting episode coming up next week. I'm excited about. We'll we'll talk about it yet. Also, we have to announce the winners of the uh, of the the video of the for the uh, the giveaway for the uh, flow adhesive. So we'll do that on the next podcast. So there you go. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>